They think staying away from the Fogfin will save them. As if Lady Rushlight is bound to its confines. Oh no, fair citizens of Otari. You aren't safe. Not from the things that lurk in the Fogfin. Not from my minions pouring forth from Gauntlet. And especially... Not from the monsters that walk among you every day. Hey everybody, it's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM, Trevor. You know what I really like? I like a good breakfast. A good, good breakfast. I had a good breakfast this morning. Had some tacos. I was on the phone with Jake when I was about to order him, and like, I'm gonna get me some tacos. And Jake's like, "It's a little early in the morning for tacos." I'm like, "You motherfucker!" It was <laughs> nine a.m. Breakfast tacos. Breakfast tacos. Breakfast you tacos. didn't say breakfast tacos. Breakfast you were just tacos. like tacos, and I was just like, "Oh my, spicy goodness!" This early in the day, you're yeah, fighting. I don't know. God I'm gonna side with Trevor this one. Track. It's better than like normal breakfast food. So I mean, really? like, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's not I what mean, came to we mind. We got breakfast burritos. I what I've never seen a breakfast taco like a hard shell taco with just no, eggs. And, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Hard shell. Hard shell taco? Gross, That's what I was like, what are you eating it's over there? It's a taco with a hard shell. What's not That's to get? Yeah, what are you yeah. five, Raymond? What are you talking hard about? Shell that, hard shell taco. Hard shell taco. Hard shell tacos are normal. What do you guys say? <laughs> that crazy. No, they're not. They're not. What do you mean they're not? Hard shell tacos are not normal. No, Trevor. Is this not like a thing by you? Do you not know what these are? I know 100% what a hard shell taco is. Okay, okay. I had also to make know sure. it's okay. not normal. That's 100% normal. What are you like, talking about? I, I, know, I know what a goiter is. Also not normal. <laughs> what the fuck? If I were to go anywhere and I just was like one taco, they'd be like hard shell or soft shell? Go soft. Taco Bell, sure. The fuck are you eating at Jesus? No, Del Taco? No. Fast food I'm, taco? Sure. Bullshit. No, I got, gross. If you go to your taco truck, Albatross. they don't ask you. <laughs> no, you just get a taco. No. You know, they might say flour or corn. They might get say that, that, they, that level they of, of granularity. They, they, you know, the if they say flour or corn. Taco. You're off the I, show. I, You're done. Bro, I, damn, I, I, damn. There's plenty of hard shell tacos over here. That's all Jesus it takes, ladies Christ. and gentlemen. I know, right? Hard Seriously. Shell taco motherfuckers out here, man. <laughs> also, I don't I eat fucking, breakfast wow. to go back to the breakfast conversation. I don't think I've eaten breakfast since like high school. That's another also, thing that's awful leave. about you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I wake up, I have a cup of coffee, and I, I don't get hungry until like noon, and then I'm like, lunchtime. Well, that's yeah, what you don't wake up until wake like up 10 and 30. take an eight ball. <laughs> I don't eat breakfast. <laughs> I do not eat breakfast during the week because I'm just up too early because I have a long drive and I cannot eat that early. And same thing by the time I, you know, we hit lunchtime at work, which is, you know, around 1130 noon and then, yeah, on to lunch. But the weekend, I, I mean, like, have. yeah, I get it. Not being able to do it during the week or anything, but like not going out of your day to have a good breakfast, like on your day off or on the weekend or something like you're missing out. I'm at my food. Some of my favorite breakfast. I think breakfast is my favorite meal. Honestly, now dinner. Uh, I I skip it a lot. Like not as much. Sarah skips it all the time. But if I am working as soon as I wake up and I don't think about it, I'll go easily before noon. Before I eat, I'll take Mm -hmm. get a coffee or something. But who I love being out of town and going to a new like being out of town for work and you know getting up earlier and 
grabbing something on the way to a job site in a town that I'm not super familiar with or in a town I'm familiar with and I know the good breakfast places. Yeah. I yeah, I guess I go on dates to get breakfast with Cammy. We like we go to breakfast that way. I'm also at the I'm Marley's at the age where she's like, I made you guys breakfast. I'm like, three three quarters of this is not edible or like <laughs> human. So I can't eat Sorry, most of this breakfast. Or, uh, future future <laughs> so. Raymond's kid. <laughs> yeah. All of the, all of you have evidently are going to be bad at cooking. <laughs> yeah. My nickname at work is the Red Goat because I will eat absolutely anything we have east indian we have mexican we have gringos at work it doesn't matter oh you want to try this oh down the hatch everyone's like oh no you're not gonna like nope gone it's like wow i don't i so many different i gotta try everything at least once and i will most things i i like there's very few things i'm like i won't eat that boiled eggs that's honestly one of the very few things there are so many things i don't like carrots those are the only two things that I don't like carrots. I don't like boiled eggs. Everything else huh. is fair game, man. There's so many things I won't eat just based on the texture. It's not really? even a flavor thing. Have to, yeah, no, for real. It's not, it's not even a flavor thing half the time. It's just the texture. Like that will make this is a 26 year old man me. speaking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's I, right. I don't listen, I listener. I don't, I don't have control over this part of my brain. <laughs> I can't fix it. Okay, I'm cursed or poisoned. God made me wrong. I don't know. But for the life of me, like everybody's like, do you look? Oh, salad sounds good, looks good, smells good. Can't eat it, cannot eat it. Makes me God vomit. made you correctly on purpose to punish the rest of us, is really what it is. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jake, Jake, when you say that, I'm thinking back now to when we were in Indi- Indianapolis for Gen Con and oh. we went to the, uh, oh. the bar next to the venue. I don't, I don't know what this is about to be, but I know it's no. not good. Uh, it's not, I guess, like, I was disappointed in you, but objectively, it's not that bad. But, like, you go to the nice bar, and it's like, you order chicken tendies, and you had all uh-huh. these other options to pick from. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I... I That's am... what you were disappointed in me? <laughs> yeah, honestly. Chicken tendies yeah. when we were in Indianapolis? As opposed to what? What famous Indianapolis food remember. are we going to have? Believe it or not, apparently, shrimp cocktail is a famous Indianapolis Ooh. food. I'm still trying to figure out Yum. why the fuck. Yeah, I'm not ordering shrimp from a exactly. city that's like 600 miles away. Exactly. Yeah, right. That's why I'm so confused. I think they created the shrimp cocktail in order to cover up the rotten shrimp taste. Ah, there you go. That's the problem with fucking gross sauce. fish is that it all tastes like fish. Yep. Well, first of all, shrimp <sighs> isn't a fish. Again, 26-year-old man. I'm stealing a Jim Gaffigan bit. Also, it's all gross. Sorry. <laughs> Christian, you were saying your nickname is the Red Goat. My nickname is the Garbage Disposal because I will just eat. I'll eat pretty much anything. I mean, I, Trevor was saying there's two things he doesn't like. Really, the only thing I don't like is, is you said boiled eggs, runny eggs. I don't like, like for breakfast oh, when you I can like. Runny egg. Oh, I love it's a just, good runny egg. Oh, God. You guys I like to get it all in my mouth. Oh, my God. No. So it's like I like to take it into my mouth when I bite into it. I oh, love yeah. that shit. So <laughs> good. Especially with a, with yeah, a, like no, a poached thank egg. You. Like a poached egg single no. bite. Oh, my God. Oh, oh yeah. Just how the way it explodes. Love that no, shit. No, disgusting. Well, right. I, I, I wish I could see you. I'm not a huge eggs fan. Eggs Benedict is awesome. No, it's not. The only way I'll eat eggs is scrambled, and I have to eat them fast while they're hot. Once they get cold, I'm like, I don't give them to me anymore. I don't I, I don't like scrambled eggs as much, right? Um, but when I was a kid, I, I got this really weird habit that it, I say it's a habit, but I haven't done it in years simply because I don't eat scrambled eggs. But I used to eat scrambled eggs on toast with peanut butter on the toast. Ooh. What the fuck? That's weird. Yeah. 
This is another twenty-six-year-old man here <laughs> calling yeah, me to say that I do the exact good, same thing, except uh, I just I just cook cheese in the scrambled eggs. Yeah, that I, makes it better. I mean, that's, yep, that's easy. I was going to say, Trevor, scrambled eggs is another good cuisine to add hot dogs to, besides macaroni and cheese. Uh, Trevor loves adding his cut-up hot dogs into stuff. Spam, I just yeah. saw. Uh, ooh, I love spam. I love spam and eggs. I love it. Um, Can't do that. You just said hot dogs. It made me think of a meme. It said uh, bologna is just is for people that like hot dogs and pancakes. That's <laughs> <laughs> just what it I is. Like it. It's just a hot dog laid out like a pancake. Uh, I am convinced spam is simply an acronym for salted pork and meh. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Hey, hey, Micah, you're approaching uh, the same pasty white man status that I am, and that the rest of the cast is already at. Uh, how do you eat your oatmeal? Uh, uh, with almonds <laughs> and sometimes with milk. Okay. I don't need oatmeal. Oatmeal. I, I I just did a whole segment on this in my other podcast. I'm a cream of wheat guy. Oatmeal's disgusting. What? Shut the fuck it up. It tastes like hot cottage cheese, dude. That's gross. That's why you what? put what brown sugar. Cheese are you cottage cheese is one of my like choice like quick breakfast uh, foods too. Yeah. Just like cheese cottage cheese is what my mom used to eat, and it's ugh. On what planet does oatmeal taste like, taste like cottage cheese? The consistency what the hell? of both of them is the same. One's just what? hot and one's not. It's disgusting. You know what? It's you're gross. fundamentally wrong. You're no. wrong. Everything <laughs> about you is wrong. This is another it's awful so thing gross. to add to the list so, of shit that you I are. Like, I like what the oatmeal fuck? completely plain. Nothing in it. You're second worst so far yeah, no, in this episode, No, that's Trevor. good. I agree with Trevor on this one. That's good. No, Gross. I eat mine with a fuckload of butter and yes. brown sugar. Brown sugar. Oh, I nope. like it that way. Nope. I do like it that way. But like nine times out of ten, if I have oatmeal, unless it's like nasty oatmeal. So like if you go traveling. So all oatmeal. And you're like uh, a Marriott property and they have the oatmeal thing. Nine times out of ten, it's like 50% too much water in it. But give me some steel cuts and that's it. little salt in the in it that's it perfectly fine love that oatmeal is actually one of the through the whole day oatmeal is one of the biggest rebranding success stories of all time too <laughs> oh, they were oh like, about that. some shit oatmeal's was porridge uh, and when they rebranded it quaker oats actually rebranded it as because no one would eat porridge because of the connotation of being poor and it was just you know a, a, a classic poor cuisine and it was rebranded I believe by the Quaker Oat Company as oatmeal. Hmm. Look at capitalism doing so much good for the economy. <laughs> well, <laughs> there was I a mean, market for it. What can you say? Kellogg's yeah. was meant to make you not jerk off. So, and it succeeded. Successful. Yeah, story. you know. <laughs> Wait, how, how did Kellogg's accomplish that? Yeah, right. so how did it succeed? <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Selling really listen. shitty cereal, though, for some yeah. reason. <laughs> listen, I live in Kalamazoo, and I I, I jerk off all the time. So. <laughs> Eat that, Dr. <laughs> Kellogg. <laughs> oh, boy. Boy. I mean, technically, he's from Battle Creek, right? Not really. Uh, uh, the I actually think he's from Kalamazoo. Yeah, I know. But I know the whole the, Kellogg's place, wasn't that in Battle Creek? I believe yeah, it's, it's in, in Battle, Battle Creek. Creek, yep. And then there's it's General just, Mills somewhere right. around there, too, right? We, we got cereal here in yeah, Michigan. Like, <laughs> cereal, cars, and cereal. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, we have cereal here. I don't get it. Hey, we have Detroit. Yeah, cars. He said other stuff besides cars. <laughs> depression. Yeah. <laughs> it's cold. I, I do live there, so there's a lot of depression. <laughs> you live in Ann Arbor. I live in Detroit. Oh, I thought you lived in Ann Arbor. No. 
What? What? <laughs> I thought you still lived in Ann Arbor. For how long? You thought I lived in Ann? What? Uh, I was supposed to help you move, and then like I got I ended up like not being able to help you, and I think I forgot. I was supposed to help you move, but unfortunately, I'm a bad friend. Yeah, I'm gonna. I like. I was like, I was supposed to help you move, and then I didn't help you move, so I just forgot where you lived. Yeah, I was supposed to help you move, and I went to Ann Arbor. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, all your stuff is still there. there. It's, it's like yeah. an auto recycle function. If you don't interact with me for three months, I just kind of forget you exist. Uh. So yeah, Jake, I, I live in Detroit, Michigan. Oh, wow. That's yeah. bananas. I live in Kalamazoo. <laughs> I knew that. My grandparents, <laughs> my, my paternal grandparents live outside of Kalamazoo. One of us is a better friend. <laughs> well, to be fair to you, I did kind of snub you on the whole alien thing. So I'm still mad about it. Yeah. We can just do a Discord watch party together with my spotty internet out here. We could do that. Nice. Let's He's agree like, to I do that so, and then never do it. Hey, all right, cool. You heard it here first, folks. It's like, you I can was wait so for mad bated you. breath. I, I sent a letter to your address in Ann Arbor. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, not sure your fucking address lane. Michael, why are we not friends no more? <laughs> we know who else did something very surprising last week. Do tell. Everyone's favorite pigeon fucking gnome, Keldrick. Yeah. God damn it. Complete silence. It's like none of you remember what happened last week. I do. I was no, going to say, I was, do, I, was, yeah. I, was so, I was so racist to him. I, I need to apologize. I mean, I do remember like what happened, but I'm trying to remember all the instances in which Keldrick was a pigeon fucker. And I'm like, how? Were there no, like, it, was we there had a whole any? bit about it where he killed a pigeon by oh, fucking it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. forgot about that hey, part. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. No, well, I mean, yeah, I'm uh, going to have to edit that whole part out. <laughs> nonsense my my mind was already going down the road of making beastkin gnomes with pigeons <laughs> oh my god make it do, what do you mean I they're made it. i do remember he was is stitching solace back together solace was already stitched back together true, we don't true, know true, true, what true. he was going to do yeah well last week uh you guys made your way back from the gauntlet with your favorite proprietor of your favorite bar in town, the Rowdy Rockfish. As you were making your way up, you heard voices of a pair of people coming down into the gauntlet, and you maybe wisely hid from those people. Made your way back into town, there was a, a tearful reunion between Brelda, between Brelda and Lazda, and uh, you guys went out back to the gates of the town, where it looked like a... Uh, Lumber team was making their way back into town after six weeks afield. He melted, met an interesting orc. His name was Simon. I say interesting, and I mean to say fucking terrifying. And your old friend Keldrick showed up. Talked about some uh, inappropriate activity with some uh, avian specimens. <laughs> and then parted ways with you. You all made your way back home, and we ended with Keldrick making his way into the Dawnflower, speaking very briefly with Vandy, and making his way into the healing room, where a freshly stitched together Solus Poenitentus lay on a table. Keldrick takes a scroll out. We went over this last week and reaches towards Solus's forehead, and as he taps, it says, there's, there's some things we need to speak about, my young friend. 
and he touches the corpse on the forehead, completely lifeless, pale, that bronze god Asimar look, completely gone, no shine in his eyes. Solus, you're, you're, you're in a dark place. You don't know how you got here, but it's dark. And you're numb, and you're drifting. Maybe you're in water, being carried downstream, but you can't tell. It's like you're disconnected from everything but your own consciousness. But you feel something pluck at the edges of perception. Something drawing you. feels like it's somehow stretching you. You're stationary, but you're going somewhere else as well. You're still in the dark. You're still flowing, but your thoughts are being brought somewhere else. You start to feel light bits of sensation. Almost like a crackle of electricity on what you would perceive as your face. There's sharp pains in your neck, in your joints. You can't move, but you start to see light. Just shapes at first, and you start to make out something. It's very blurry, small, grayish. Oh, this is always so disorienting for people <laughs> when they uh, first get it. Ah, oh, let me see if I can help you a little bit here. And the shape moves a little bit, and it seems to be getting closer to you, and you feel coolness on your eyes, and, and you can start to see again. Death does a number on the eyes. Can't see a thing. Now, we don't have much time, but I'd like to speak with you a bit, Solus. You'll be able to go back to your rest soon enough. But I came to talk to you... And I will talk to you. Came all this way. I'm not wasting this trip. I... I... I can't breathe. Uh, There's a symptom of death. You are still very much dead. I just pulled your soul back for a brief moment. It'll go back to wherever you were going. I'm sure you were still drifting down the river of souls. But you're wondering why I brought you here. You're probably wondering a lot. You are dead. I believe you died to a gibbering mouther of some sort. That's the way that they described it to me, at least. How would he have known that? Did we tell him that explicitly? You didn't, but Vandy, he's been speaking to Vandy. Ah, okay. Tell me about Tovin. We we met when uh, I first arrived in town some weeks back. It's hard to say at this point. I hardly know how much time has passed. How did he die? He gave up his life. He he made a mistake that he could not undo. H- how did he give up his life? He... Am I compelled to tell the truth? You're not. There, w- there was a misunderstanding with... With Carmen Rajani. It, it's so hard to say. I, I don't know exactly what happened, but... Tovin... Tovin made a mistake, and there was no going back from it. I I had no other option. There was no choice. Oh, boy, there's always a choice. There's always a choice. You chose to do what you did, and I... I assume, I do not know, that you ended him. That's been my suspicion. I have no proof of it. 
I had hoped to speak with you, interrogate you, but your death made that impossible, unfortunately. So this will have to do. Who are you? What are you? Well, I'm exactly who I am. My name is Keldrick. I'm a gnome. I'm with the Cosmic Caravan. However, mm, I tend to lean into the quirkiness a bit. It makes people unaware. It's a, it's a very dirty term. In fact, many refuse to use it, but uh, a lot of the faiths, the Hell Knights, have, have lictors and interrogator, perhaps. Inquisitor is a very, very dirty term, but perhaps you could call me that of some sort. I did truly wish to speak with Tovin just as a friend, had not seen him in many years, but when I found he was no longer here, and his uh, passing very suspicious, I knew I had to find out, and I knew the Chosen of the Inheritor must be able to tell me more, but are you really Chosen? Are you who you purport to be, Mr. Puenatentis? Does it matter anymore? I... I failed. I I died in battle, and my struggles meant nothing. Oh, they meant a very great deal to those in this town. You've saved lives. You've ended some, too. Your own hubris. Hopefully that was the worst of your failings, was hubris. It wasn't. Well, how I long does the spell not. go on? GM fiat. That's how long it can goes on. Can you just keep talking? Damn. This is such a powerful spell for this dude. Talking corpse lasts for 10 minutes, so it's not that big of a deal. You've brought me my soul back, and I can only assume now that my soul is lost, so I may as well tell you. My sin was cowardice. I failed someone dear to me a very long time ago. I ran away from battle, and that led to his death. And that is why you find yourself so far from your order, is it not? It's not common for a knight of last wall to be so far afield. That is correct. Perhaps, perhaps this will give you solace at the end. And perhaps, perhaps the Lady of Graves, for your service, will find it worthy to place you in the houses of Elysium. I have no power to change what you've done, but I feel what you've done has a power to change your destiny. We go back to your rest now, Solus. Perhaps we will meet again. I can't say where or how, but certain souls do shine very brightly, and for your faults, yours does shine brightly indeed. If you choose to call me back, just... Promise me that no matter what I tell you, the town will know that Tovin is innocent. I fear no need to set the record straight. The town fears he feels he's a hero, and they will remain to feel he is a hero. This was for my own order. Now, he reaches his hand out to your forehead again, and as he taps you between the eyes, rests again. And may none bring you back to this plane against your will. As his finger touches you between your eyes, the bridge of your nose are snapped back to that drifting place of nothingness. Keldrick, uh, 
moves back to the door, turns and looks and says a prayer. He's about to open the door and, and leave, and he realizes he forgot something. He goes rummaging through his pockets and finds a small coin on it. On the coin is a very intricate patterning of the constellations that make up the cosmic caravan. And he places this coin inside of your tabard. May the daughter watch over your journey. And he leaves. And it's next morning in Otari. You've all went back to your respective domiciles, I believe. Tacitus went back to Rin's. Billion went home. Uh, Cecil and Asmordrin are in the Rockfish, where when they wake up in the morning, where it was once busy yet relatively somber and quiet, there is laughter and 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 talking and chatting, uh, and and you hear the boisterous sound of Lazda making his way about the back in the kitchen. Oh, I'd forgotten how, how wonderful it was to cook a meal for myself, for a meal for other people as well. He goes through and he's, he's making a clatter. Ah, oh, I'm afraid I forgot how to pick up after myself, though. This is going to take a while to clean all this up. But it's generally happy. The spirit in this place is, is higher than it's been since you've ever been here. Relda looks happy. She's smiling for the first time in a long time on her own, without reciprocation, without uh, feeling like she has to smile for a social interaction. She's smiling when people aren't looking. She's smiling when she's alone. Her eyes are bright and unclouded. It's a good day in Otari. The entire town feels lighter with the uh, the lumber cap have, camp group having returned. People are back with their families. Families are whole again. Nobody's leaving. Lazda's home is not leaving. And you feel like you've done a lot of good, all of you, in this time that you've spent down in the gauntlet. Now, for what it's worth, Billiam, you also uh, recognized when speaking that Harold was among those that was taken as well. So for what it's worth, when you report to the to the mayor on this, your quest is complete. Yosef and Tovin's original quest to determine what had turned on the gauntlet and to extinguish it if possible. Also technically successful, even though they both died in the process, the rest of you carried it on to fruition. So you are feeling good. You're feeling like you've accomplished something. Like all that shit you went through actually mattered for once. But you can't help but feel. Actually, you can't but know something else is going on. The Grave Knight still stalks the halls of the Gauntlet. There are faceless stalkers replacing people in the town. There are werewolf hunters searching for a presumably long-dead, murderous werewolf. Was Volok working alone? Did he have an accomplice? 
Was he receiving anything from Belcora? You saw her and defeated her effigy in blood, but was that it? Was there more of her? The gauntlet's still there. Who's to say it couldn't be activated again? So while you have succeeded, while you have accomplished the goals you had set out to, you can't help but have the sneaking suspicion, that ache in the back of your brain that there's more at work here, no matter how safe and satisfied you feel at this moment. It's all fleeting. So gentlemen, what will be the course of this day? I don't believe we have anything we want to buy for like a shopping montage, so... I think we yeah, just. Right. I do have a meta question. Um, have we? Did we notice any more floors in the gauntlet for us to traverse, like to go down? Well, or have there we are other several flights of stairs that, yeah, that go okay. down. I don't like, remember. This place seemed pretty any... isolated. Like the set of stairs that came down here, super isolated. It didn't go anywhere unless you want to dive down the chute. But right, I think right, there right. were at least three other sets of stairs we had the option to take. There's also okay, that tunnel okay. that went down that. Uh, uh, Tacitus oh. almost fell into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That yeah, we I, also I could... threw the bone into that we need to go down anyway. So we the river. There's that river. Yeah, tunnel the river tunnel down. where Solus died. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I could personally remember. Pussies. Didn't want to go down there. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. Okay. Yeah. That was. So this was just one of the stairs, but there's other places to to go. Okay. Cool. Thanks. I know as Mordrin's gonna knock on Cecil's door. Cecil, Cecil, could you get up? I think we have a chance to have a breakfast that doesn't taste like sadness. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't know what that tastes like since I've been here, so. It's really also, salty. fuck you. Is, is the, <laughs> the notice, the, the big all, part. All the tears. The yeah. <laughs> mm. Bill would have a morning beer in remembrance of Solace. No, he can't have everybody. Aww. Yeah, everybody else. And then everybody, everybody's like, why are you drinking? I'm like, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> I'll drink in solidarity with you. Yeah, right. He's drinking to remember, not to forget. We have, there's two dwarves in this building now. There's for sure morning beer. Yeah, and morning yeah. beer. <laughs> hey. Hey, with you. Brel is all happy. Yosef, who? She isn't even thinking about him. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of earlier. She's happy. Yosef, eat a dick. Back, and all of a sudden, I don't matter anymore. <laughs> yeah, you, you weren't always a temp. Yeah. So, son, I got a pet damn. gerbil, but he died recently. <laughs> God damn. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. Well, yeah, I mean, if I know we don't need to sell anything. I mean... I think you can watch that movie with me one time. <laughs> now this is where we are as friends. Okay. I I do know we set up camp in the gauntlet. Is that is our camp like fully stocked? Is there anything we should bring to that camp while we when we make our way back that we should buy now to bring there? Well, that's your baby. That's not you know. I don't know what you're doing there. Yeah. I know as Morgan was was helping set up the camp. I don't know what's in that camp, but. Yeah, that was the Asmordrin thing that he was kind of putting yeah. together. I don't know at this point what it is and is not there. there. There are a few things I would like to buy before we head back to the Gauntlet, particularly some formulas. I know we have a... Definitely, we, we need a little bit of, I think, additional healing, and there's a few elixirs that I've been thinking might might be very beneficial to the group. So okay. We have some books for Morlebunt as well that we have to sell. 
Okay. Uh, currently, we are up to eight, but I'm not sure if I uh, updated that since the last time we sold it. I don't think you found eight bulk worth of books since yeah, you sold them last sound. time. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that you sold books right. to him literally. I think we found eight the day yeah, before. Total. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll adjust that down. All right. So, where to? Do you want to talk to anybody in the town? Or do you want to just get right back into it? I mean, besides the things that... I feel like if we can get ahead of it. Yeah, besides the things that Christian wants to get, I think we just... We're, we're going back. Yeah. We're getting in there. Let's, yeah, sure. Let's stop the scariness before it gets to town. <laughs> let's stop it out there. So it doesn't come this way. Also, can we assume that we've healed up or... I can ask one of you to give me a little bit of loving. You'd probably get the knight's regen. I did, and I'm still not full, which is why I'm... I could give you a medicine check in the morning before we leave, yeah? Sweet. Let's do it, because I'm at about half. Almost half. A little more than half. Okay, let me grab my dice. Thank you. I'm going to go for the DC 20, because I've still got hero points in these matter. So does anybody else need healing? Because I have ward medic, so now's the time. Uh, yeah, I'm, for, I'm pretty hour. low. Okay, so I'll get you and you, and Thanks. let me also check myself to to make sure because I still have my tab pulled up on Foundry, and we can just cut out this large silence while I wait for this to load. <laughs> oh yeah, after that last encounter, I too am pretty damaged, so I'm gonna have to do two medicine checks back to back. So it's just you three, though. Or uh, you two, right? Yeah, I'm I'm full health. Okay. Great. So here we go. I'm going to roll the first one. Uh, that is a natural 18. So adding my bonus to that will give me a 28. So not quite a crit, but pretty good. So that is uh, 2d8 plus 10, if I remember correctly. It's not 2d10, just 2d8. Five. And eight, so twenty-three. Damn. To you two, how are you looking now? I am good. I should be good. Ten. Okay, and I'm gonna do one to myself. Fifteen down. That's it. And uh, that is a natural one, so I'm gonna use a hero <laughs> point on that. <laughs> Get rid of one of those. That is an eleven for a twenty-one. So there we go. Still did it. All right. Six, two, plus 10, so 18. I'm doing pretty good there. I'm basically right at full. Okay, so yeah, take us back in there. Uh, I'd say our first order of business, if we're going right back into the gauntlet, is we got to go get that piece of skull that Billiam dropped down the chute. Yeah, and then put it back there so that haunt doesn't come back because that thing sucked. Yeah, I agree. Do we? We don't know how to get down there though, huh? We have rope. True. We do have rope. Do we have a person? You just dive down the chute and take the bludgeoning damage. Yeah, who's right. going spelunking? Yeah. Yeah. Who so is that? Just head your way down in that direction. I, I mean, guess we could take the teleportation circle. Yeah, Ding. we can. We can so I mean, we're not going to get nauseous since we're yeah. ready this time. Trevor, I assume you don't have any issues with the numbing tonic and soothing tonic pickup from Yield Adventurer's Vault or Treasure Vault. That's the book. 
Oh, hold on. Let me do some math real quick. I got to see when this will air because we can't do that until after the actual thing releases. Right. So as I say, if we already have three, that would be four. So that would put us three, 10, 17. That'd be the 24th, which we should be fine. Uh, this one. Um, hold on. I'm sorry. And if not, who cares? That means someone from Paizo listens to our podcast. Woohoo! <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. I'll allow it. It, it It's two days before the, the book releases. This will be and out. So what's up? Yeah, right? Yeah, I'll allow it. Cool. All right. So you guys are going to head back to the gauntlet. You're going to take the teleportation circle down to that dining area again. Like yes. All... Righty, did you want to investigate any of those rooms more fully that were off of the dining room as well? Um, let me double check. I don't know if you like actually investigated all of them. I know uh, there was the storage room. I don't know that you actually did anything I in the kitchen other than William sticking his head in. I know for a fact if any of those rooms have been exposed, like we almost certainly went through them. But yeah, if you don't think we went uh, through yeah. the kitchen, but well, I'll do another investigation check. A listener can call us on our bullshit if we have not, but I'm yeah. relatively certain that we like. I know always that you do. went in them. I just don't remember that we did perception on all of them. I know that I'm pretty sure Billiam literally just stuck his head into at least two of the rooms and then left. I know that I went into the rooms to the north and looked through both of them. The kitchen, we did not uh, do a perception check in. I stuck my head and I said it was a kitchen. That was about it. All the other rooms, we did some sort of checks because I know the wine right, room. Well, I walk inside of the kitchen and I'll roll a perception. I'm going to be behind As you. As you walk into the kitchen, the door slowly closes behind you. Hey, well, it's, hey. well, it's time for me to die, wait, wait, guys. Wait, 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 wait. It's nothing I'll jump in. rough, but I'll jump in you with feel him. a presence, maybe. <laughs> this whole floor is kind of spooky. Well, uh, I rolled a 20 for my uh, perception check, if that matters for anything. Yeah, um... You look up to the north and you see that there's like one of those, like a pegboard that has a bunch of cooking utensils on it, like ladles, knives and spoons. But they're in a really weird arrangement. They don't look very ergonomic. Okay. They look like they were put there for non-usable reasons. Do they spell like something? Like a lever, perhaps? Perhaps. Maybe if you jiggle them a bit, something will happen. Bill's great at jiggling. Bill, will you open that door first before I do this? Yes, I don't think it ever should. Yes, opened. Poof. Bill, hey, Tacitus, come join me. I'd hold your horses. I'm following you. Tacitus, yeah, you as you leave Tacitus. the room, you hear some of the utensils on the table kind of rattle. Uh, pause just a moment, gentlemen. Uh, take a closer look at these utensils on the table. I'm going to look with my hand on a ladle on the wall. Are you going to look for something, or is it okay if I, if I, if I fuck with this? Just a moment, please. And I would like to take a closer look. Okay. Yeah, give me a uh, perception if you want. Okay. Sorry, I don't have all my uh, my physical dice with me. That's okay. We know you were uh, out of state. <laughs> yep. Out of state, out of mind. You got a sixteen. <sighs> Nothing. I'm not going to say nothing out of the ordinary because silverware moving is out of the ordinary. But there's nothing you can point to as it being the cause other than just generalized restless psychic energy in this place. In fact, Cecil, I believe, 
that the hairs on the back of your neck would be kind of standing on edge at all times on this floor. It's just unsettling. My psychic sensors are tingling, guys. Hmm. Is there any kind of like knowledge or uh, uh, I guess I, I fuck with the stuff on the, the wall, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to allow you to just kind of open it as you move them around. Your perception was high enough that you would have open, been open able what? to see what was going on. And a panel slides to the right and opens oh. a door into what looks to be like a cave, a long cave. Um, it's a rough-hewn cavern. It's like an irregular rocky passage. Okay. I'm going to turn to my, my new packmates and friends and be like, Ooh, look what do I found. <sighs> something in the wall. And probably something not happy we found it. And he's going to like glance around the room. Gesturing towards the presence. Um, or at least making reference to it. equalizes in this room after you open this door, you smell a foul decay odor and like smells like oily fatty rot. I don't like that. Is there, is there any more text to that or is that all you're going to say is that it's gross? No, that's all I'm giving you. <laughs> smells okay. nasty. Is, is, is the smell coming from the cave or the room? Yes. Cave. Oh. Ooh. It smells Fresh death in this cave, whole place baby. smells kind of dank and musty and moldy and dusty, but this is uniquely foul. Mm. Don't like that one bit. So who wants to take point on this? Uh, I... After, after you. I'll go. Nothing can be worse smelling than me. Billy, <laughs> <laughs> like you do not smell that bad. I know, I don't smell that bad. Calm down. Uh, I'll pull out Halandra and um, sort of puff my chest out as I as I get in front of my friends, and I'll start making my way down this hallway, very slowly, five feet at a time. I I don't think I'm I wouldn't say I'm trying to be stealthy, but I'm I'm just I'm moving slow and methodically. Uh, oh, hey guys, about uh twenty five feet away, I see bones, lots and lots of bones. Right. Are you going to throw them into a pit? (laughs) (laughs) There are bones strewn everywhere and looks like scraps of metal and cloth. And you start to hear something. Um, Not really a chittering, but like chitinous movement of some sort. Bugs. Oh, hey, uh, quietly. Oh, oh, don't like that. Yeah, quietly, Bill will go, uh, guys, we should probably get ready. You come around the corner. (laughs) By height, is it you? you (laughs) Oh, my God. Is that a tiny dinosaur head for a tongue? Uh, I think so. What? What the fuck is that? (laughs) God has abandoned us. Describe what you God see. God was never in with fact, us. This was something that was supposed to be 
fought earlier in the adventure, but I replaced it with another creature from uh, Beast Foundry. Yeah? Yeah. Which the thing that you fought in the graveyard was supposed to be one of these guys. So it sort of resembles a spider, but the front, like... What is that section of the spider? The thoraxy area? Cephalothorax. <laughs> yeah, it almost looks like a. Uh, actually, sort of looks like a cobra's hood, <laughs> and then, yeah. and then goes into like a tremor graboid face. <laughs> yeah, with a with a bee stinging butt for like a chin. Honestly, it kind of reminds me of the first boss of Ocarina of Time in uh, in the Deku Tree. Yeah, it yeah. does. It does look like that, doesn't it? <sighs> It looks like every other creature I made in Spore when I was a kid. <laughs> it does look like a Spore creature. Yes, it does. It totally does. Yeah. Like, it's 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 like a... It's the angriest termite. <laughs> yeah. As Billiam comes around the corner, these things are very, very perceptive and on edge because they've they've been in here alone for a while. You can see after you came in that the door is obvious from the inside, but it's made to be a secret door. So something may have been keeping them here for quite some time. And these are very, very hungry creatures. And I need everybody to give me a roll for initiative as they position themselves to attack whatever is coming down the hallway. That's not very cool. Yes. As Mordrin, we'll start with you. What'd you get, uh, buddy? Twelve on the die for a nineteen. I did nice. not do pretty well. Good, pretty good. Tacitus, what you got? I got a five for a fifteen. Gross. All right. Cecil, what you get? I rolled a six for a oh, fourteen. No. Oh no, guys, this is not good. It's going so well so far, yeah. isn't it, boys? Raymond, if you tell me you rolled a natural twenty. I didn't. I rolled a 17, though. 17 for a 26. All right. Not bad. Not you know, bad. It's, not it's bad. good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's good you get to go in there. It's good. Yeah. That's what we need. I'm going I'm to be the distraction. <laughs> I think our luck is starting to run out, boys. I Don't know, right? speak too soon. <laughs> what do you mean luck, Micah? Two people have died. I know. <laughs> like, very I mean, just like the last like three fights went so well for us. All right. Yeah. I do say not that. expect you guys to make your way this way. So this is well. an unexpected <laughs> treat. We're going to be a treat to these things if we don't do well. Mmm, tasty. We going to die. Oh, yeah. All right. This thing takes a bit of a run forward into this opening right in front of Billiam. Kind of. Actually, he's going to be a little bit farther back. No, no, no. Right in the opening of the cave, uh, directly north of Billiam. And it rears back, and you can see uh, its mouth parts just kind of, like, vibrating and rubbing together. Like, they're trying to gag or something. And it disgorges this spray of foul-smelling oil out of its mouth. Uh And a cone... Let me go ahead and draw that cone out for you. Grody. There we go. Um, 
Oh, that's so cool. It's going to get one, yeah, two, right. three. It's going to get Solus. It's going to get Billiam. It's going to get Tastus. I need all of you to give me a reflex save. As GM. Just GM. Of, GM. I'll give you a I would like to ask a question. To your reflex. <laughs> <laughs> you get a plus one to your reflex, Cecil, because uh, Damn, you're 17. a whiny little brat. <laughs> I, I knew how you immediately knew what I was going for. I'm just saying, I got all this meat in front of me. Uh, thanks, Tacitus and Billiam. That's what I'm going for. Billiam, reflex, oh. what you got? I got another 17 for a 27. All uh, right, Jake's, you... Jake's face looks like a, a one or a two. <laughs> uh, I did Tacitus, roll a two. What'd you get? <laughs> I got a six for an eighteen. God damn it! Can I roll a couple of eight? All right. All right, and that's a stale. Good, boys. That was a success a... for uh, Billiam. Yeah. And what'd you get, Cecil? Uh, I got a two for a seventeen. That's still good, oh, though. Jesus. Okay. Oh wait, no, it's not even a seventeen. Sorry, it would be. Uh, oh. I, I yeah, I did my math wrong because I'm a dumbass. It uh, would. Yeah, I was, I was gonna, gonna say that's you have a plus, plus fifteen, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have a plus thirteen with that, oh. so it would be a fifteen. My bad. Well, at least it's not know a where the fail. extra plus three right. came from. Okay, so first of all, Billiam, on your success, you're gonna take one uh, d eight poison. <laughs> One point. What a jerk. But you also are under the effect of this oil spray. What it does is you now have weakness five to fire. Oh, that's and cool. If you that's critically great. fail with an attack roll with a weapon yeah. you're holding, you drop the weapon. Yes. Sick. <laughs> that's great. I mean, doesn't Billion have something where that doesn't matter? I was. Well, no. Uh, no. No, I don't. But. Oh, okay. Oh, he had a he had a war war blood mutagen. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ago that prevents yeah, that not from anymore, happening. Though. Christian can do All something right. about that. So maybe next, uh, Tastus, you're going to take 13 points of poison damage. Ooh, not good. You um, also have the toxic oil on you. Roll less and for me. And finally, you're going to also take uh, poison damage. Nine points, Cecil, and you also yeah. get the toxic oil spray effect added to you. Um, not happy. Great. Yeah, right. And that is the end of your. Well, I don't like that one bit. Actually, I have to retcon something. Uh, Billiam, you do not have the toxic oil spray. Only Tacitus and and Cecil do. Alrighty. Good to know. For one minute, the stuff is on you. Gross. Don't like that. I just so the ducked. rest of this combat, basically. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Well, Bill is uh Bill's in the front of the pack. Um I don't really wanna I don't really wanna try and move past this thing. Um although my friends won't be able to hit it if I don't. <clears throat> so I think I will. I'm gonna have to tumble through to get to Ooh. to get right on the other side of it. All right, give me that reflex. You're flanking. Or that yeah. athletics. I'm sorry, athletics, not athletics. Yeah. It's acrobatics. It's acrobatics. You silly, you silly, okay. silly bitch. Still a plus 10. 13 for a 23. Meet to beat. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, rolling through. Uh, I, I, I tumble through it. Uh, pop up on the other side, and I'm going to begin raging. And I'm going to take a, take, a, take a swing right at its booty cheeks. Daddy hack. 
a daddy hack at its booty cheeks. Do, 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 do. And I don't remember my dice, so I'm just going to roll it on here. And roll. And my rage is equipped. <sighs> Nine for a 20. I don't know why I rolled it on there. I should have rolled my damage on there, if I even did damage. Nine for a 20. That's good. That's going to be a mess, unfortunately, for yeah, you. I figured. But at least I'm on this side, and hopefully someone can flank with me. And that is the end of my turn. All righty. Give me just one moment. All right. Up next is the other ugly beastie who is going to step. He's going to make a stride towards you, and you are now being elflanked. Elflanked. Elflankoed by this creature. And he's going to take the opportunity to try to give you a little bite 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 Can't say I'm a fan. Yeah, no. Here comes the chompy chompy teeth. That's a natural 18 for Oof. a 33 to hit. Yeah, that's, oh. a, that, that, that's, that's a crit. Even if that's I... Uh, it, yeah, because even if I use Farabell's flip, then that's only a plus one, I think. Let me look. If it's a plus yeah, two, then it's not a crit. Farabell's flip should be a plus one. Is it a just one? Just a plus one? No, it's a plus so. two. <gasps> yes, no, it is a plus two, which makes it not a crit. Ooh. Ah, yes. Nice. Ooh. nice. And, and so I'm going to use that, and I would like to move... Uh, uh, I can't right now. But if you uh, eventually, I'd like to move just to the space directly to the south of him because I can move out of... I can move within a five feet. Yeah, right there. Perfect. Does I can't the move do it. happen you before can. or after the hit? It happens... Uh, if this attack still hits you, you can step to an open space that's still within the triggering enemy's reach. It doesn't say turning the impact and blow into momentum. So it doesn't say if it happens okay, yeah, before it happens, or after. It happens, I think it happens after the hit is processed. You're still flying. You're still hit. So it's not that big of a deal. Okay. Yeah. So no, either way. But here comes the damage. First of all. All right. Big damage. 20 points. Whew, thank God that's not doubled. All right, so. right, that would have been real gross. And I need you to give me a fortitude save. Ooh, that's my good one. Yeah. Another 17. I cannot, I'll show you guys. This is crazy. 17 plus 13 for a 30. And um, it's going to... Hmm. <laughs> and as you try to duck out of the way, it's going to... As you do the flip, it's going to try to catch you as you make that flip across and attempt to trip you. So that's going to be a 24 against your Fort BC. Oh, just beat it. So you are now at prone. (laughs) Dang it. On your butt. You have been pushed. I am the floor. And that is is the end of its turn as Mordrin in the back line you are up I'm going to delay and let Tacitus get up in there I can't actually see the layout of the room just straight ahead of me so I don't want to take up a space from a melee combatant when I can go after him and take that space behind him and still lob bombs so I will delay for now understandable alrighty Tacitus you are up All right. Um, I'm going to draw my book, my tome, excuse me, and I would like to take a step forward and uh, I'm going to thumb through my book and uh, uh, exploit vulnerability. All right. Give me that esoteric lore check. All right. That is going to be 
Is uh, that's not at a minus one, is it? No, it's not. No minus. Okay. It's going to be at a All plus right. one actually because of right. your book. That's so. Okay. Ooh. That is a plus fourteen total. Can I roll something other than a six? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jeez. Can I get it? I got a twenty. That's a success. Not a crit success. Okay. Oh. So good job. You know things. This is what's known as a Scalathrax. This sounds like a scary name, right? These are slippery, scaly things that live in the Darklands. They like to get into really narrow areas because of that oily stuff on their scales makes it so that they can slip into places that other things can't. Um, The problem with that oil, which is not a big problem in the Darklands, but the problem with that oil is that it's flammable. It's the same oil that's currently coating your body. But it gives them a weakness to fire. So (gasps) all of your strikes will apply a weakness uh, equal to five, using whatever way you want to flavor that as a uh, thaumaturge. All right. Sounds good. Well, not my friends. These are slippery beasts, but we merely need to pin them down and strike them with flame. Alondra, you have fire. Good to know. I smile. (laughs) Okay, so that is going to be it for my turn. Excellent. Well, you have one more action left, right? Oh, no. no, uh, Pulled pulled step. Okay. Do you have a weapon out yet? I do not. Oh, fun. (laughs) Just my book. Um... As Mordrin, you delayed, are you going to... Yeah, I'll go. Cool. All right. Go for it, buddy. Um, oof. Okay. Uh, let's lob a alchemist fire at the dude next to Tacitus up and to the right slightly. That is a 12 on the die for a total of a 24. That's a hit. Does that cause and... any splash? Uh, no, well, I'm an it does, but I'm an alchemist, so I'm localizing the splash just to him. Okay, cool. Uh, oh, nice. That is going to be 13 plus 4, 17 fire damage. Nice. And with the weakness, that is going to be a little bit more. And he's also taking two persistent fire damage. Nice. Very cool for you. And actually... Okay, I don't want to block Cecil out, and I think he'll be more effective if he can go than me throwing a second bomb. So I'm going to actually go back to where I was. Or, okay. No, I was right here. There we go. Weaving in and out of danger. Yes. Tummy Mouth the Magnificent. Cecil, Gross. you are up. Okay. I think what I would like to do is give myself an opportunity to do a little damage to this thing. So I'll take a five foot step forward. There are multiple of them. Wonderful. Cecil sees this for the first time and sees them really up close with through that goop down the hallway and is horrified, but also see that Billiam is in there uh, uh, alone, kind of surrounded by both of them. Um, so when you're looking at a spell that has like a an area of effect, like in a burst, when it says 20 foot, that's like 10 feet in either direction, right? If it says 20-foot burst, does it have a range on it? Or is it just a 20-foot burst? It's a 20-foot burst, but it does have a range to it, yeah. 
Okay, so yeah, you can go out to that range and then create a 20-foot burst, so which means create... it'll be 40 feet in diameter. Oh. Mm, okay, yeah. Big explosion. That's a little too much space for the small room that Billiam is inside of. Billiam will be fine. Yeah, do, yeah. It, over he- do it over here. And yeah, then maybe no, you'd, it'll miss you'd me. still be caught. <laughs> oh, okay. You would, uh, you would most certainly take damage from that. So instead, I'm going to take that... Uh, that five foot movement up there and uh, I think I'm just gonna cast produce flame on this dude because uh, I can make a ranged attack with it and just do it on him so there's no splash alright so is that's a ranged spell attack yes yeah so I'll do it on the one in front of Tacitus uh, bring up a little ball of fire in my hand and uh, do like a baseball pitch at it alright give me that uh, so. spell attack roll uh, that was a 15 for a 26. That's a hit. Nice. Cool. Uh, so that is uh, uh, 3d4 plus 4, I think. I was trying to look and see how much that was. It's just yeah, casting it the regular 3d4 plus your spell attack modifier. I'll see what uh, Foundry does for it. Don't you have something special for Reduce Flame? Uh, Only if you it, when I'm it. in an amp state, yeah. You don't uh, have I to thought be, they were. You don't have to have your psyche unleashed to use amps, but you do have to call the amp before you roll it. Yeah, I thought I did have to be in. A, no, in you the, do not. We've gone uh, over this well, I think every episode since this. I don't think so. But fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here comes the damage. There we go, and that. As before, does a little bit more because fire. Fire, fire, fire. And is that the end of your turn? Uh, yes, that is all three of my actions. So I am done there. Was produce flame two or something? Yes. And your first action two was action to, to move uh, forward shield, feet, right? Just move where oh, I can see have... it. Okay. So you. I'm showing a shield. Oh. Oh, mage armor. You cast that on there before you. Okay, I thought that was a shield cantrip. I do that in the morning every day. Right, right. That makes sense. Yeah, no, I I dig it. I was just trying to figure out what that icon was. Yeah. And your produce flame, Jake, when you use it as a melee, it does 1d6 without doing anything special. I thought they had something that modified it without you doing anything. Um, Oh, it's d6? Only if you use it as melee, not as ranged. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. As ranged, it's d4. Right. Okay. Well, this one is going to retreat from the fire back to... Um, he's prone, so it doesn't re- matter, but he's going to retreat back to the prone abilium in a flanking position. Oh. Laying down upon the ground. Stop it. Yep. And he's Stop gonna, that right now. He's going to try to give you a little bite, I think think you know what no that's yeah 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 hand off the chest piece that's what i'm doing i'm gonna bite you down on the ground here comes that roll it's a 28 to hit that is a hit and i don't suppose i could do fairbillis flip on the ground and roll away no, i don't think so <laughs> uh, i mean or i mean what is I mean, the, the, what is the, the trigger is an enemy targets you with a melee strike that's what the trigger is right but that's all i'll, I'll Leave it up to you. <laughs> you unfortunately can't because you haven't gotten your reaction back. So Right. Makes sense. Uh, that is a hit at a 28, right? That is a hit. Yes. Not a crit, but a hit. Oh, 
Okay, here comes the damage. Not great for me. 12 points. Nice. Give me a fort save, if you would. Yes. Fort's good for me, so... 14 plus 13 is 25. You're 27. fine. 14 plus 13 is 27. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bad Jesus. Math. Bad math. All right. And you don't do that. I can't do that. Boo. Wonky. Um, God said no. Yeah, right. I got... Only thing I can do is just keep attacking, unfortunately. So the only thing I can do is just keep doing damage to you. <laughs> just keep right? smacking you. So yeah. uh, he's gonna do it again. He's just gonna he's just gonna try to like keep goring you with his nasty, nasty mouth at yeah. a twenty-five to hit. Yep, that's it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Dill's just laying there, taking it. He's just taking it. Just yeah. Just <laughs> taking it and then I push him Sorry. 20 points of damage and then I push oh my him God. Jesus Christ stop it Bill. yeah stop Bill's doing not doing well what, what are you at right now 33 okay you should rage I still has more health than Cecil does when he's at full health <laughs> right <laughs> that's not true I started true. raging last turn Billiam at a 33 well not oh, yet before Billiam's gonna... up you take two points of fire damage which probably turns I into seven and give do, me a flat check it does you're right oh wait wait good show yeah that's that one yeah yeah that's that one no yeah that's that's that one alright so yes that does do more than that so he's not doing too well and let me give you that flat. Ah, it's a two. It was an 18 and fell on the two. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, so I do still have the persistent damage. But, Billiam, you're up. Or rather, you're down on the ground. Yeah, not what yet. are you doing? <laughs> Bill is, will be up because he's going to take his first turn to uh, stand up. He gets and, knocked down. But he, he gets, gets up, up again. again. You're never going to keep him down. That's uh, right. So I'm no longer prone. And... Uh, and I, I saw that this one is on fire, and Bill knows that Halandra uh, also can do fire. And so we're going to just just swing right at this guy and hopefully take him out. Oh, it fell out of the box. That was crazy. Okay, let's roll this one. 16 for a, I think it's a plus 14, is it? Yeah, for a 30. That's a hit. Mm. Nice. Not a crit, though. Which one did no you target? Fire. Uh, this guy down here, the one that's currently. The one on the south? Uh, yes, the one on the south. When it's lightly smoldering okay. from persistent fire damage. Yes, and I and I wanted it to do more damage, but it's more fire damage, but it's not going to happen. But I did do 23 points of damage, and three of that was fire damage. Well, buddy, I need you to describe your kill. Ah, oh, Bill is just getting Ooh. just pummeled on the ground, and he's just, just he's, I'm, it's all bottled up inside me, and he pops up like he's got springs. And he just swings Alondra around, grabs it with his second hand, and just whoosh right through that weird bumblebee mouth-looking thing. And it rips it right off and shoots across the room towards the Ooh. east. And um, I think, I th- and I think as my last turn, um, actually no, Bill is a fighter, and he's ran before, and bad things have happened. So Bill's not going to run this time. But I am going to use the sweep trait of Alondra so that I can get. Uh, and, and attack this guy up here. And I think that gives me a plus one. Uh, I, I don't know that sweep works unless he's adjacent to the other thing that you are attacking. 
Troll I think it's just as long as it's a different target. I thought it was a different target within five feet of you, but I might be wrong. Yeah. But I think it's, I think what I've read is, I'm going to read it right now. Uh, making it easier to attack multiple. When you attack with this weapon, you nope, gain yep, plus one circumstance your attack roll. Okay. You're good. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So yeah, I'm going to, um, the momentum is going to turn my body around to see this other thing and be like, keep it going, Bill. He yells that out loud because he talks in the third person. <laughs> he's uh, uh, yeah, he's like raging and happy. <laughs> and this is at it. So this will be at a plus 10. It's another 16. I'm very consistent. I'm like darts. I'm throwing them right there. So that's a 26. You're like darts. Wait, wait, yeah, wait, like when can... you throw darts, you're grouping. What did you roll last time? I rolled a 16 for a 30, and now I got a 16 uh, for a 26. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Right, yeah. I thought, yeah. Ooh, yeah, that other one hit hard. This one also hits. Excellent. This is 2d10 plus 6 and a 1d6. I'm going to roll it over here. And plus 6 and a 1. Ooh, lots of dice. Okay, 0, 1, and 7. 0, 1, 7, 18. And the plus 6 is is 24, but the the 1 is the fire damage. That's... That's a lot of damage. So yeah, 24 points of damage. Look at my grouping, guys. I got 23 points of damage last time. I got 24 this time. Oh, I should play darts tonight. I know. I'm very consistent tonight. You're grouping. Oh, right. yeah, well, seriously. That one that you just smacked is up for you. And uh, <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, it is. All He's up me. and coming everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He did not like that. Um. So he's gonna do the only thing that he can do, unfortunately, and and there's gonna be a jaw attack again. All right, and I'll flip. I'll do. I'll use a farabella flip. All right, that's twenty six. That's a hit. Um, All right, it is a hit, but I would like to move here in case somebody wants to come and flank with me. All yep, right, he's gonna be moving northeast to be on the yes. eastern side of this thing, which is by itself in the middle of the room. No. And here Still comes the damage. Who? Twenty points again. I'm I'm accurate too, buddy. Oh, you Man, are. He's grouping. He's grouping. You, grouping you, <laughs> ah, a match to my grouping. So much precision. <laughs> so much precision. Yeah. All right. And you know what? Why not? Uh, he wants to do it again because damn it, he thinks you're you're real tasty. Damn it. Let's see what we get on this one. Ah, uh, it's a natural nineteen. <laughs> oh no! Bill's gonna go down right now. Yeah, he probably <sighs> is. That's gonna be yes, he is. a uh, uh, nineteen for a thirty-one to hit. That is not a crit. Thank God. But still, gonna. Well, I'm yeah, still gonna lose my second attack. No well, let's see. Let's yeah. see. I don't know how much health you have. I could roll like shit. We'll see. Thirteen points no of damage. What the fuck? And that's exactly what I have. I zero rolled, zero. I rolled zero two threes, points. so I didn't even roll that great. <laughs> you still go Bill down. Bill goes down. You're dying one now, right? For you the first time. Yeah. Di- this is the first time you- Bill's been dying one? I believe so. I don't Seriously? think I've ever gone down. Yeah, wow. I don't think I've ever gone all the way down. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, first, first time, time to go down, down for the so first beautiful. time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it looks pretty cool. <laughs> Bill's the view from down there. <laughs> yeah, right? You're just bobbing along. Yeah. All right, so I think I have one more action, right? Tacitus, why, why did William go quiet all of a sudden? 
Why can't uh, he, he I hear him? He was saying something about going down on the bug. I don't quite get it. <laughs> oh, we, we should probably let them be then if they, they have <laughs> something going on. <laughs> All right, so finally, this thing, after it takes down Billiam, it looks towards where Tacitus is and whips out one of its four legs and a spray of quills fly your direction. What? This is probably not going to hit, but we'll see. Watch it hit. Oh, my God. Watch it's a it natural hit. 20. Fuck oh you. Oh, my no. God. It's a 25 <laughs> <to hit. laughs> fucking called it. God damn it. Oh, my I God. Mike. You like, got that lovely you. key pathfinder, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Freaking this probably Jesus. Isn't gonna hit. She's probably going to be fine. I actually <laughs> did not roll very well. Shut up. It's only 22 points a day. 50 damage. I rolled a no. 1 and a 2. I rolled a 1 All and right. a 2. It's not good. Could have, been, could have been worse. Could have been worse, I guess. Uh, I'm at 18 HP. That's the end of its turn. How when I get hit, crit hit, it's 40. And when Mike hit, <laughs> I know, right? Because not I hate it with damage. something that does 2d4. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to... So he's picking the quills out of his body right now. I'm going to draw my sword with the first action. That's my striking longsword. Uh, for my second action, I'm going to run 5, 10, 15 feet next to this guy. Uh, and for my third action, first off, I'm going to rummage around in my pouch. Uh, I find some matches, and I run them against the length of my blade, trying to exploit the flame for this thing's vulnerability. And I'm Wait. going to try to attack it. Okay, so... Does the personal antithesis work for everything? I can never remember. It, cause, it no, does the, for the creature of the exact same the, type. Exactly, because this is a personal antithesis. Yes. Says you got mortal weakness. Perfect. Yep. Okay, excellent. Give me that strike, baby. All right, rolling to hit. Okay, uh, do I get a bonus to attack? Sorry. You do not. Uh, okay. Okay, rolling. Can I roll something above an uh, eight? Seven for a 19. That's a mess. Yep. Oh, no. And now All right. you're in here with me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, that's it for my turn. All righty. As Mordrin, you're up. But you know what? You got you got fire damage, baby. Yeah, you got I do, fire don't damage. Y'all got fire damage. You got one dude that has alchemical stuff. You can trigger his weakness. And freaking Cecil's whole shtick is fire and ice. That's right, baby. So as Mordrin, what are you doing, buddy? All right. Run up to the mouth of the cave and hurl an alchemical fire at this bad boy. That is a 15 on the die for a total of a 27. Yeah, that's, that's how it's done, Micah. Hit. <laughs> See, that's, that's, that's how you roll a good good roll. That's right, Micah. When we eight, run into so the room ourselves, 14 that's the real plus heroes. 4, that is 19 fire damage. Jesus. I hate that. <laughs> are you dead yet I'm not dead but uh, I'm not I'm also no spring chicken either the f- things with weaknesses I think everything on this floor has a freaking weakness at this point we had the splash damage for the last day we got fire <laughs> for this thing and I don't particularly want to waste a bomb on this guy again he's going not doing too hot um oof I think I'm going to move over here to be by Billiam. All right, so you and are by the corpse of Billiam. That's my turn. 
the corpse of Billy. He's not even dead yet. And oh. just for right, just for the record, move. on the a mortal weakness, you got a success on your. If I believe you got a success on your um, exploit vulnerability. Right. Mortal weaknesses are the ones that you can apply to any exactly. creature of the yep. same type, not personal antithesis. Right. So because you succeeded, you can choose to do the mortal weakness or personal antithesis. Because these things are actually weak to something, it's better to probably go with the mortal weakness. And thusly, it would apply to every creature of the same kind. If you did the personal antithesis, it does not apply. You have that's why the word personal is in there. So you would have to redo it again if you wanted to get in a, a personal antithesis against that guy. The more you know, the Asmordrin you know. Eh? Mm-hmm. All right, Cecil, you're up. All right, cool. Well, uh, I could do. Uh, I could go Super Saiyan and then, and then do Produce Flame again. Um, but uh, the problem is is that that'll do splash damage. And uh, they will get hot, I believe, if I'm remembering that correctly. Well, they are effectively the just same for the thing melee as head. you. And if it does splash damage and injures them, uh, they have a weakness 5 to fire. Yeah, so I just want to make sure. Yeah, adding an amp to it. Oh, adding the amp is what gives it. Uh, Don't you have to do cold damage this attack, anyways? I believe you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I could just also do ray of frost instead too. I just was hoping to do more fire damage to this piece of garbage. Okay. All righty. So uh, I'm going to use an amp on Ray of Frost, do cold damage, and uh, it does 3d10 plus 6. If I hit, got to roll. That's not very good. Uh, I'm going to use my last hero point to re-roll. Goodbye. Hold on real quick. You do not have to... You didn't specifically add energy to uh, produce flame because it's already fire. You can add energy to something to give it the then fire I'm going trait. to. Well, I'm still going to do Ray of Frost, but then I'm going to add energy to it to give it the fire trait so it doesn't splash. That's what I'm going to do. All right. Uh, well, does Ray of Frost does. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. So yeah. you're giving fire to something that doesn't splash. Beautiful. I dig it. Yeah. So, and I'm using a hero point to reroll. It's much better. That's a natural 15 for a 26. That's a hit, buddy. Cool. So, it's going to be 3d10 plus 6. 6, 7, and 6. So, 19 plus 6, 25 points of fire damage in a beam of icy hotness. I need you to describe your kill. Thank God. Uh, I just kind of like stick my fingers out like two of them in a little gun stance and then go like pew and then just shoot straight through the thing's chest and like a little quarter sized hole. Psychic gun thing. Exactly. Yeah, you get it. You know. I've been seeing lots of Yu Yu Hakusho like hoodies and shirts all of a sudden. I don't understand what it is. All of a sudden a 
you know, 30 plus year old anime is being found again. And then after that, I'm going to run towards Billiam. <laughs> Let's out a howl and its its corpse kind of burns away into nothingness as the oil that's like inside of its body, whatever is creating it ruptures and it just immolates it. And it seems like all the chitin and everything is reduced to ash in just a few seconds. Oof. And you have successfully dealt with the Scalathroxes. As Mordrin pulls out a small bottle and shakes it in front of Muckwort. Come on, Muckwort, do your trick. Do your trick. That's a good Muckwort. And he takes the bottle and climbs down onto Billiam and shoves his tentacles up his nose and pours the contents into Bill's mouth. I could just heal him, you know. And this is a new elixir, the soothing tonic. He is going to gain fast healing three for one minute. Oh, that's so just 30 what? free HP. So that oh, nice. is going to be 30 hit points that he regains. Fucking that nice. is such a cool thing from Treasure Vaults. Ooh. Treasure Vault. Bill pops out. Which releases <gasps> two days from the release of this recording. So I guess we still could use it and still be within it because the embargo ends on the 6th. So we're free and clear, Christian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aaron yeah, said people we could are going to be this. posting crap on Reddit and all kinds of stuff by then. We're so. going to be posting crap on Reddit. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> all right, so I have 30 HP. It's us. We're those guys. Bill pops up. I've seen the underworld. My dick split open and locusts <laughs> flew out. <laughs> Every step I took, I, I stubbed my, my toe. toe. <laughs> Wait, your, your dick doesn't do that normally? <laughs> it happened a lot. <laughs> Being a flesh works wild. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I I, I fucking love White as Kids, you know. That's the best. All right. Bill's like, wow, that was an experience. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Carpe diem. You are in this cave with the corpses of these creatures while the ashen remains of them because both of them went out by fire damage. That's right. If you look directly to your east, there is a cave that leads to a very obvious hidden door, and there is another cave that heads to the north. Mm. Mm. Real quick, Mm. before we go there, Cecil, can you shoot some healing on me? Because you know I'm I'm doing good, but you need me to you need me to splooge some goodness on you. Yeah, can you please? Yeah, I can give you another healing check for sure, good buddy. Spurt some healing on me. Hot, sticky, sweet from my head down to my feet now. We'll go for just the DC 15 to make sure I hit it the first time. Tanks. That is a natural 20. Nice. For a 30. So. Y'all know it's got seven arms and sucks. Def Leopard. What? Continue. (laughs) (laughs) What do I get for a crit, GM? On a a medicine check? Uh, Extra healing. (laughs) Yeah, instead of 2d8, you d4d8. Cool. Just wanted to make sure. Seven. Two. Eight. Ooh, 17. And three. 20. 20, not bad. A plus something, right? Isn't there a plus on I that? I just went for the regular DC uh, that time okay. instead of uh, the... I, I was like, I want to make sure, and 
here we are. Okay. I'm pretty Thanks, damn buddy. hurt as well. Uh, if someone has any more oh, healing to give. I could have done that to you at the same time. He has ward, so medic. ward medic. Just do you it. stupid bitch. Eventually well, I, these okay. motherfuckers will learn the rules. <laughs> <laughs> you get 20 HP back because that's what I did. Yay. We're going to assume that you got ward medic. Next time I'm just leaving you out though. <laughs> All right. William, drag these things to the kitchen. We're eating good tonight. <laughs> the fuck? I'm not eating bug. No. It's like lobster. It's the crab legs. It's <laughs> fine. Lobster because it's like fun. it's already got butter in the flesh. <laughs> yeah, right. Wait, as soon as you turn the grill on, it's just gonna explode. <laughs> Bangers and with flavor. Mash. <laughs> well, we got two ways to go, guys. There's a secret room, the secret door, or we can go up. I'm most interested in this door to the east. I'm going to let you go first because, you know, I just died. Okay. I would like to take a closer look at this secret door. And uh, before we open it, um, why don't uh, Tacitus go go ahead and uh, grant your sword and your little uh, book there ready before we (laughs) before we do that. Oh, yeah. Yes, of course. And uh, I'm going to uh, draw my sword and... uh, I can't really open a door when I have my book out. That is what I was about so, to say. You can't have yeah, oath. Yeah. Open so, it with your mouth. One. But he has out his book because that's what he drew his sword in. Yeah. Do it tenaciously in the pick uh, of destiny and use your dick. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to draw my sword. Now, I, I hope I'm not in this hallway alone. Someone is going to go in with me. <laughs> yeah, right? else went north. <laughs> Hello? Hello? No. Just walk in, forehead. William, get, get behind him. Get ready. All right. Are we popping this door open and going in, guys? Not get until ready. people are with me. Uh, yeah. Oh, so what you doing there? Bitch, you're fine. Okay, fine. Muck, Muckwort's going to climb on your shoulders, William, with a little bottle no, in get hand. Get the fuck off me, Muckwort. <laughs> <laughs> Cursed Muckwort. Just like the cat in the, yeah. cat in the nursing yeah, home. Mark, marking you for death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you made that joke, Trevor. I'm a, yeah. I know. I was referencing it again. Stop it. You can't do it twice. No loud. <laughs> okay. I would like to lo- uh, listen. Billy, get store. in front of me. <laughs> Am I not in front of you? Oh, sorry. You hear a soft thrumming reminiscent of the gauntlet spire tendril thrumming. Oh, this is going to be it. See, Cecil, did you have that candy spell that with that makes the, the ghostly hand? Maybe you could open the door while Tacitus has both of his hands with his sword and his his little notebook. That'd Weirdly be super enough, handy. And we've already went over this. I do not. Well, why didn't you pick it up while we were in town? Because I didn't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> because he's a spontaneous spellcaster and he can't just yeah. do that. <laughs> he can swap out spells. Sorry, I'm going to trust he the rules. Part of his repertoire. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, I think Mage Hand is a cult. Right. Then uh, I'm going to reach out and try to open the door. Reach out and touch someone. Reach out and touch All right. And we run into the room screaming. Yeah, right. Seriously. <laughs> I put a blindfold uh, on. Well laid brick. Do you guys want to step out and look? I'm not going to spring anything on you. I just want you to be able to see what I'm describing to you. Sure. I'll let you. Uh, s- yes, I'm going to step Whoa. out. Oh! Oh, wow. Jesus. 
Oh, oh good lord. Whoa, what is what that going there? on there? Uh, bo both ways look bad. Yeah, that one looks like a soft shell so crab. It's a wide hall with a vaulted ceiling that rises up 25 feet. And there's stone sarcophagi carved with tormented, emaciated figures stand upright in each of the alcoves. In fact, one of them served as the door that you just passed through. Oh. To the northeast, there's a 15-foot wide section of the wall that's crumbled away into a series of ledges that drop down into a cavern. To the north and south, you see eerie, sickly blue lights glowing and flickering. The light to the north is flickering more, wavering out. But the light to the south, it's constant. It's brighter. If you squint, you look like you can see something in it that you might recognize. You hear a voice. Save us. And you see a brief glimpse, Billiam, of Clortangus. <gasps> and we'll see you next week. Guys, we oh! have to save him. It's Clort. It's Clort. It's Clort. Wolverinton uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Role for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Original characters and storylines are the property of Roman Neville Productions. Music for this podcast was provided by Michael Gelfi. Flip Melvin and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>